Drink less caffeine. That's a good one, Pam. Here's mine. Learn to cook for one. Yeah, I love cooking, but I always find myself throwing out half the food I prepare, so. Figured it's time to just start preparing the right amount of food for the right number of people, which is one. Well, maybe you'll meet someone. No, some people just don't meet someone. I'm fine with it, really. This is not a pity party. It's not a party at all, it's just sad. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. Oh, it's been a while. It feels like a while. It, like, we, I like we, that we just set up and just jumped right in. <laughs> like, didn't even say a word to each other. Like, how are you? Nothing. <laughs> just jumped in. Well, I think we've conditioned ourselves to not tell each other anything. Oh, yeah, for sure. Until we sit down and talk. So. If there's something I want to talk to you about off air, I'll bring it up. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, there is, but I kind of want to just get going because yeah. it's been forever. Dude, it, has, it feels like forever, and it's only really been two weeks. But when we do, you do this every year, like we do this every single week. Mm-hmm. So when you take a week off, it, it feels weird. Yeah. Um, last week was to the Republic with Jake and Matt. Mm-hmm. So good. Really, you think? I so? love. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I don't care if anyone else does. <laughs> I love it. Like it's just like. I don't know. It's just, I was trying to explain it to Jen. Um, it's, I love that it's a part of say what you mean, but it feels like I'm listening to a different show. Okay. You know, sure. which I enjoy. I like that part of it. Um, overall, great job. Okay. You guys did awesome. Well, thank you. Um, Matt did a great job. I could hear him this time. Yeah. Um, was- no, it was, it was super interesting. You guys were, it was a great conversation. It felt natural. Um, it's sometimes like, you know, when we were doing To the Republic, it was very structured to stay political. Not that you guys didn't, um, but we were just trying to stick to almost like a um, like a, a plan, like a teaching plan, mm-hmm. right? And this just felt so natural. And the whole time, honestly, I was thinking the whole time, like, you guys are better at To the Republic than I think you and I were. Oh, no, that's not true. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just You guys are both so smart that I'm just like, it just feels like you guys are just bouncing off each other so well. That I don't know. I'm into it. I lo- I loved it. Well, <clears throat> for two things. One, no, like <laughs> our two of the republics were great. Yeah, we just talked about different things for sure. And two, we're talking about China, so of course, yeah, Matt and I are going to be able to converse, right? For sure. Really, but if once we get into something that is not in Matt or mine's wheelhouse, for sure. like it's not going to be as flowy, right? Like you listen to the Syria episode, right? I don't, mm-hmm. That one wasn't as right. That one was kind of choppy and everything. Yeah, so. that's true. Maybe it is just the, the topic. It was, it was the topic. Ooh, I can't wait for the next one. Okay, yeah. It's something it, that you both don't know shit about. <laughs> you should pick our topic next time. Okay, women. Well, uh, oh, God. <laughs> well, hey. Oh, he's, he's, he's got in, engaged. He got engaged. Dude, he's so. not listening, but congrats, man. I texted him and got, I got completely ignored, so that's cool. Yeah, I was waiting for him to reply. So then, before I replied. Yeah. And then, yeah, I got, cool. I got nothing. What so. a cool guy. Oh, I got a girlfriend now or a fiance. <laughs> I can't talk to people. Um, so great job. Thank you. I, it, uh, it means a lot because I, I, so, I get so nervous editing that. Because no, like, the edits? I'm gonna... You sure? Okay. To my trained ear, mm-hmm. I hear things. Yeah. But they're so tight that I'm like, ooh, that was good. 
Like there's there's a few points where I can tell that you've edited it, <laughs> but it was so smooth that I'm like, oh, that was like that was good. Like I could I could hear the flow and it was just uh, it was good. Well, that means a lot coming yeah. from you because you do such a great job editing. Thank you. And like, I don't edit this show. Well, I know, but like <laughs> back when when you were doing To the Republic, yeah, like, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. And I'm I'm starting to learn how to like duck. And yeah, okay. different music. Ooh, I don't know if you listen. I don't know if you listened to the like the end. Uh, the end. Yeah, um, I did. Okay, so yeah, yeah I, I was able to duck and f- like fade out and mm. fade in that. Um, uh, the music. The music that yeah, I had dude, back there. Next level. <clears throat> it's not well. It is next level for me. Yeah, but it, happy it's new year. Ha- and happy new year. It's yeah. 2020, dude. And I haven't uh, seen you since before Christmas. That's true. I haven't seen you since last year. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> have you seen that meme of that boy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone said jen sent that to me mm-hmm. like see you next year and there's a, that boy meme of him, that stupid face <laughs> and uh she uh she saw her mom's friend yesterday mm-hmm. and her mom's like hey i haven't seen you since last year and jen was like i immediately thought of that <laughs> <laughs> that's why I, I threw it in because i knew i i knew it would I knew that that kind of stuff. I, yeah, I'm just I'm also for sure. from also seeing your um your your 19 1930s themed yeah. party hilarious. You like that? Yeah. I was laughing my ass off to myself. <laughs> That's a history joke right there. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny like all the people dressing up 1920s. 1920s, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some interesting things through the 20s that we can look at historically, but I was just wondering like, okay, are you guys like enjoying the same amounts of like cocaine at these parties or like are you guys just dressing up like what does that look like you know and then i was like then i was just thinking like i wonder what a 1930s themed party would look like and then i just posted all those depressing pictures of <laughs> the depression and yeah. the dust bowl and <laughs> well i think like the the roaring 20s like really wasn't all of that wasn't really all that i don't know i we don't need to analyze the 1920s right, right. but I mean, in in 1920s. So if like if this was like a th- hundred years ago, right. as of January like first or December 31st of 1919, mm-hmm. the world is just coming out of World War One. Right, right. Like it wasn't the economies weren't that great at that right. point, and right. so you weren't it, what the Roaring Twenties. Like as we see, like the flapper girls and mm-hmm. the dudes with the zoot suits. Like that was. Oh, were there guys wearing zoot suits this year? I didn't see any. Me neither. <clears throat> no, the girls went with like the flappers, for with, sure. with the feather and yeah, everything in the, headband, on the headband. Yeah, but I never saw any dudes in zoot suits. Mm. But guys, anyway, you're failing. Completely failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I saw one dude, um, actually kind of a relative of mine, but mm-hmm. he looked more like he was wearing lederhosen than mm. um, than anything that would have been worn in the 1920s. But hoser, dude, your historical accuracy is inaccurate, <laughs> and I'm judging you. Um. Hold on, I'm gonna go grab you, uh, you and I water. Okay, cool. Okay, there, hydrated. Hydrated. That was instantaneous for <clears throat> our listeners. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm. It's so funny. New Year's is funny. Um, I want to get to Christmas too, but New Year's is funny because, you know, everyone's got re- resolutions mm-hmm. and everybody's posting about like, I was mocking one the office meme I posted. I don't know if you saw it, but it's like it, it's from the scene where Toby's talking to the the um, documentary crew mm-hmm. and Michael comes by and pounds on the window and goes, nobody cares. <laughs> and the <laughs> meme says, that, yeah. uh, the meme says, um, I'm cutting negative people out of my life in 2020. It's like, nobody cares. I know. Just cut them. Just cut them. Dude. I, I savagely cut people all the time, Me too. but I do it silently. Yeah. Like an assassin. Mm-hmm. Ninja dude. 
You don't got to tell everybody about it. No. Otherwise, you're doing it for. Otherwise, your 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 interests in doing it is more is is more than just getting that person. What do you want? Yeah. Do you want that person to be like, "Hey, is it me you're talking about?" Right. Yeah. If you're getting cut from someone's life, you should probably know it's you. Yeah. And if you don't. You should probably be cut from their lives. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I cut people who I just don't ever hear from. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. And then they'll random like some of the Facebook algorithm that show like will uh-huh. cycle through things, and all of a sudden, like I haven't heard from this person in forever, but yet they're coming across my Facebook uh, timeline, oh, and then yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I'll be like, wow, that was really dumb. Yeah. And I'll just unfollow, unfriend. unfriend, unfollow, or unfriend. Sometimes both. Oh, okay. You know, I'll hit snooze for 30 days on someone if I see them <laughs> post something really stupid. Give Dude, somebody I know just posted something hella racist, and I was like, yeah, this is enough for me to just not talk to you anymore. And I commented that, and I unfriended him. <laughs> wow, that is savage. <laughs> well, what the hell? Posting racist shit? I'm not, I'm not game for that, dude. <clears throat> it was something... Um, it, it was something as like... It was... I'm going to try to recap what it said but essentially like i may not be able to say the n-word but at least i can say hi dad and thanks for the warning officer oh boy yeah and i was like i don't want to uh, associate myself with anyone who, uh, yeah, that's who's bad. like posting that crap yeah i mean this dude's an idiot and like a like a drug addict mm-hmm. so it's like but i've known him since he was like 10 dude and uh like I was like ten, I'm like six, seven, eight years older than him. Mm-hmm. So I was like an older brother to him, but he just went off the rails. And now he's posting that crap. Like I could deal with you, like being drama and like obviously your life's hard because you're addicted to drugs. But that, yeah, I draw the line there. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird to me that the Facebook posts I hate the most. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not even gonna call them pet peeves because my hatred for them goes beyond. Oh, okay. That. One, it's uh-huh. the. The very, it's obviously directed at somebody, mm, mm-hmm. but they're vague. Vague to try, booking, to dude. try to elicit, is that what it's called? Is yeah. it a term? Okay. Yeah. I don't know there's a term for it. But to try to elicit that one person yes. to comment. For everybody to see? Yeah. Or or to get like sympathy posts. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Something like that happened I don't know to what you. you're referring to, but I hope it gets better. I know, right? Just, oh, oh, dude. That so is so annoying dumb. because you're just trying to get attention. Yeah. And two... It's the posting the inspirational quote. Oh, you posted one. And then you do nothing in your life to even resemble living by those words. Okay. That even resembles living by those words. Right. At, at all. Like, right. At all. Or like the Bible Bible verse, but then you don't do anything to live by like... Yeah. A religion like, of any kind? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... I gotcha. What was yours? Mine was a good place to put inspirational quotes is up your ass. <laughs> Oh, that was very like random of you because you don't really ever post on your story or on an Instagram unless it's like hunting. Mm-hmm. And then that just pops up. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to ask about that one. It was because I was seeing a lot of inspirational. Yeah. I see a lot of inspirational quotes. Yeah, dude, it's a new year, new me. I know. So that I felt <laughs> like it was timely. Um, Put them up your ass. Okay. Just so because we judge everybody for having and talking about, did you have any uh, resolutions? <clears throat> I did not. Oh, okay. So you know how I always do something for like six months for mm-hmm. a year. So yeah. I've done no alcohol for six months. I did vegetarian for six mm-hmm. months. Uh, this year I'm doing 
No alcohol and no fast food whatsoever. Oh, you're going double. I'm <clears throat> going double because I've done alcohol. Mm-hmm. I can. I know I can do it. It's easy. Um, but also, I'm not including sandwiches in that fast food. Some people might include like a Jimmy John's or Subway. Fast I don't. Food. I don't either. But maybe we're just biased because we love sandwiches. I know. I don't eat fast food anymore. If you don't consider sandwiches fast yeah. food, then I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't eat fast food. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, what about pizza? I would. Con- mm. So, depends like, upon from where, right? So, if it's like a mom and pop pizza, no. But if it's like Domino's or something, yes, that's fast that's food. That's fast food. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Especially so, um, Papa John's. Yeah. Have you oh, ever yeah. had yeah, Papa John's lately? Yeah, not lately. Thing just comes with like just dripping with grease. Really? So gross. Yeah, and that garlic butter that mm-hmm. looks so good. <laughs> Uh, so, um, mostly, I mean, the whole goal is to, I want to get in way better shape and I want to start playing basketball again. I miss it. I play like Sundays with my friends and family, mm-hmm. but I want to do a league again and I want to be able to run up and down the court aggressively and play defense the way I want to. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to have any, if you need energy for anything, it's defense. So yeah. I told, told Jen, that's my goal is to, to hopefully by summer be able to run full court for a mm-hmm. game and, and play. Cool. So, That's a good goal, man. We'll see. Um, and you're the kind of person who will post that and actually do it. So. I'm not posting it. I'm well, not saying posting it here. It. I mean, but you're, you're the person who will say it and actually yeah. do it. So many. That's the reason why I stopped doing mm. one because I hated having to say what like come up with. People would be like, "What's your New Year's resolution?" Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. feel pressure to have to say yeah. that I had something because mm-hmm. everybody else had one, and then I would like give up on it after like right. a week. Yeah. And that's just stupid. Yeah. So I just was like, I don't do, I, I don't do New Year's resolutions anymore. Well, so there's other elements to it that I'm not talking about uh-huh. because I don't want to be held accountable for them if I don't do sure. it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I have other things that I want. I want to work on and do. Um, but that's for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's for you. It's for me to work mm-hmm. on and then nobody else to know. And then when you accomplish it, then you post about it. Like- no. Dude, I started reading, uh, uh, what's his name? McClellan. The, he's like one of the top um authors for communications okay i'm a theorist and i started reading uh the medium is the message Mm -hmm. and i'm only like four pages in but that dude was so ahead of his time as far as like recognizing how developing technologies and medium changes our relationships with one another mm. and our relationship with the world and broadening our circle and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is like in the like 69, 70, he's writing these things mm-hmm. and you read it today and it's just like, this has everything to do with like social media and the way we live today. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some, there's some things in there talking about, like he basically predicts that like, you're not going to your, your social life, your personal life will be out there for everybody to know about. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, holy crap. So one thing I thought about is like taking a, back, a step back from social media, trying to do that also. But with the podcast and stuff, I won't because I think it's yeah. important to be there and have a presence there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just interesting looking at if you take a step back and look at what we do in our little hand all the time. That sounded perverted. Um, <laughs> I didn't even catch that. But I mean, you're just sitting there on your social media and strolling mm-hmm. and like you, they talk about people all the time. Like uh, uh, the, I've been watching Shark Tank recently mm-hmm. and this lady was like, oh, you know, like he's like, this will help. Or I don't remember what the invention was, but instead of sitting there and scrolling through social media for 20 minutes and it's like that is something people do mm-hmm. all the time. <clears throat> Multiple times a day. Just getting lost in social media and other people's worlds and lives that they choose to 
post. Like it's, right. It's it's not real. No, it's like it's their second self. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's weird. It's I do appreciate like ugly posts. Like, um, like there's there's always parents who are posting the perfect perfect life, mm-hmm. and Jed follows these moms and whatever. And this mom like was just posting like she was kind of sitting there like filming herself on her phone, and then she was like, "Hi, baby," to her little girl, and her little girl just slaps her in the face. <laughs> And she's like, hey, don't hit. And then she like laid down and hit her head in the pillow. But that's very real. That's a very real moment. Mm-hmm. Some people would be like, I can't post this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I appreciate that realness. Yeah. Everything's so sanitized. Yeah. I should just post. Never mind. I'm not doing that. Like every photo that's <laughs> taken, you know, is not the first attempt. Yeah. Oh, of course not. Yeah. Oh, we, I should do. We. I should try that. Just first attempt photos all year. Oh, that'd be rough. I challenge everyone listening to do first attempt photos. At least once a month. Okay. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun, dude. <laughs> oh, God. Even if it's blurry, post it. That'd be awesome. Hashtag say what you mean. Mm-hmm. That's I like W-Y-M. That. I like that. That's, that's fun. No one will do it, but I'm going to try to do it. 12 pictures a year, dude. Come on. That's easy. Uh, how was Christmas? It was uh, pretty relaxing. Did you ruin Christmas? <clears throat> Did I ruin Christmas? You ruined Thanksgiving. I just wanted to make sure you didn't ruin Christmas. How did I ruin Thanksgiving? You don't even listen to this show. Remember the breakfast and the and the blind? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. I ruined the Thanksgiving Day hunt. Um, no, I didn't ruin Christmas this good year. Good job, dude. We didn't, we didn't go hunting in the morning. Um, no, Christmas was good because my mom had hip surgery. And oh. so she was like kind of stuck at the house. Mm-hmm. So everybody either had to come to my, to my parents' place. Yeah. Or I had... Or... When we left, we didn't go for very long. Like, and then from so there, <clears throat> yeah. So, okay. like Christmas Eve, we normally spend at my um at my uncle's house, the Joachim side of the family. Yeah. And then this time we did go up there, but my because my mom was home, and my mom, my dad, Kylie, and my sister didn't want to leave my mom, mom alone for right. too long, so we just we left after like an hour and a half. Oh, okay. So it was really nice. It was not having to drive a lot. The only the farthest I had to drive was Kelso to go to Kylie's um family, mm-hmm. and that was. That was yeah, that was good, and hmm. then that was about it. Nice. Like, what about you? <laughs> what about you? <laughs> what about you? What about you? Uh, ooh, Christmas. What did I do? Uh, Christmas Day. I just went to my mom's. I always go to my mom's Christmas morning. I just have always done it for the last ten years. Jen and I have done mm-hmm. it. Um, it was always for Alex because she was the youngest. But now there's like a ton of little kids there. All my nephews and nieces. So we go there first. Spend a few hours there. <clears throat> what time did we get there? I think it was like eight. Okay. Um, and then we came here to Jen's, uh, to our house, and then everyone else came over here, <clears throat> Jen's side of the family, and everyone on Jen's brother's side of the family, like Joe and his wife, they all got the flu. Mm. So Joe and Kingston and Oliver were the only like kids there. I think. Yeah, that was it. Uh, oh, I cooked a, a prime rib. You did? Yeah. Wow. Jen's mom got like a gift card through work or something or like won it. And then it was like 75 bucks. Hmm. So then she bought a hundred dollar roast. Wow. And then she's like, I don't want to screw this up. Who can cook this? And I was like, I don't cook it. I cooked it and I killed it. Really? It was so good. Nice. It was awesome. Um, Doing man things. Yeah. Cooking the roast. roast. Rib roast. Whatever the hell it was, I cooked it. (laughs) Uh, And then, you know, I've had multiple... Oh, that was not that wasn't Christmas Day. 
I'm crazy. That was the weekend before Christmas oh. that we spent with Jen's family. So then Christmas Day, duh, we left uh, my house and then went home for a little bit and then went to her dad's house mm. and then hung out and with uh, her her dad's side of the family. And, and that was cool. Very chill. Um, ate, hung out, chatted, played yep. my Switch with my brother-in-law. We played Super Smash Brothers. That was it. Just chill. Yeah. I'm trying to chill as much as possible. If I'm not at work, I'm trying to chill. For sure. And I'm not at school right now, so I'm trying to chill. Because I don't know how this semester is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Chill as much as possible. Did you get everything you wanted? Um, <clears throat> Kylie and I like don't really buy presents for each wow, other. Wow, dude. So, I mean... It, when when you say that you're still supposed to buy her a gift. I know, but we don't. I don't we just don't get each other. We just honestly we don't get each other stuff. Jen and I don't either. Um, there's just so many other <laughs> things that you know we do throughout the entire sure. year, and it's just like you know, let's just save the money. Yeah. And oh yeah. Put it towards something more constructive. Um, and the so we did. I, yeah, I think. For the most part, my parents helped me with with my new vehicle. Oh, so that that's was huge. that was basically like yeah, my Christmas that's present. Cool. So um, I would say then, yeah, I kind of cool. got whatever I wanted. I needed a new vehicle, Heck yeah. so I got these the Samsung earbuds. Okay, Jenny got me those like two months ago. Mm-hmm. But I was like, hey, this is what I want for Christmas. She's like, do you want it today? I was like, yes. So she got them for me, and then she's like, I want to go shopping, clothes shopping. So I just gave her a hundred dollar gift card to Old Navy. Okay. That's it. Done. Oh, Jen's mom did buy me a new barbecue, though. What kind of barbecue? I don't know. It's in a box. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to use it. Is it like one of those smoker like pellet stoves? No, I'm not those? about all that. Okay. Come on, dude. Do I look like somebody who waits for food? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but it's really good. No, it is super good. Um, But it's just this little little grill. It's like okay. it's almost like it's a camping grill. Okay. But it's like a heavy-duty, like... Stainless steel camping grill. Nice. It's nice. Pretty easy to clean. Heck yeah. I'm going to use the shit out of it all summer long. You do a lot of camping. I can't wait, dude. I saw a picture of someone camping and I was like, I want to go camping. I wish I could go camping right now. With it raining like this? I mean, I would. It's nasty. I've camped in worse. But. So, um, I got some feedback about last week's episode. About oh, two weeks ago, two sorry. Two weeks ago, okay. Yeah, with Dimitri. Okay. Anybody, Someone said anybody it was I know? fire. Was that Dimitri? No, okay. it was... Uh, that's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> CJ liked it a lot. Okay. Um, But there were some people who were upset. What? We wow. left them on a cliffhanger and then didn't record. <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry, CJ. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't CJ. Oh. Who was upset. I don't know. Well, CJ did say that he wanted to hear about it. Everyone wants to hear about it. Okay. Everyone. That's right. Me. All right. That's right. Okay. Um, the, sto- the story. So what ha- What was the cliffhanger that you left us on? Well, cliffhanger was is that somebody that I work with got stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> so for those, just to catch up, if you're if you missed a few weeks and you're back, um, the previous episodes, Jake has talked a little bit about how. Um, Hayden Island. No, what is it? Delta, Delta Park yeah. is uh, the Wild West, and everyone can basically do what they want out there. Um, they've got 
ladies of the night. They have, <laughs> dude, dude, you know that accent to get off right there? Yeah. All those homeless camp yeah. right there. I was driving to work one day when uh, like the police and stuff were there to like mm-hmm. kick him out. There was a f- entire like hazmat team there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, it's it's bad. They, I can't imagine. I, I've watched. They do all they do is chase him around Delta Park. Yeah, like, to different that'll, spots. That'll, that'll pop up on the other side of Delta Park within a week. Oh yeah. So it it's they keep them moving like this. The public safety officer um, from Portland who mm-hmm. came and met with all the owners and everything, mm-hmm. and my my head manager was there with our loss prevention. It was like a month ago, and he's basically said, yeah, our, our sole job is to basically just keep it moving so they're not in one spot for more than three weeks. So there'll be a new... The problem is, is that we kind of, after this most recent incident, mm-hmm. we've got the current homeless population kind of like figured out, like, don't go in there because they're willing to get stabbed to get their product back. So we hadn't had, like, for the last, like, two weeks, we haven't yeah. had anybody in our store trying to shoplift. It's been, like, the Whoa. most calm two weeks. But they just booted them, so a whole new group is going to come in. <laughs> is it, you think it's because of the stabbing, or, like, it's, like, Christmas and New Year's? I don't know. I Hard to say. Yeah. I, I, I guess I can't derive correlate, like, causation yeah. from, like, a correlation, mm-hmm. but... It it did seem is like literally starting, starting like the next day we yeah. didn't have a single like homeless person in our store trying to shoplift. How many attempts do you have of shoplifting that day? The day that our guy got stabbed, yeah. that was his third stop in two hours. Holy crap, dude! Well, if they're living outside. What better place to shoplift from than an outdoor store? Exactly. Then we have the shop. We have shopping bags. Knives is what they take mostly. Knives. Yeah. And they trade. So we here. We stopped a guy one time okay. stealing a knife, and we and he was talking to us pretty openly in the back, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm from South Carolina. I just ended up over here." Wait, is this counterculture? I guess it is counterculture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he was saying, and he was telling, uh, and I have to sit in the back because there has to be two. Who of us, was? There have to be two of us back there. The guy that we stopped. Okay. And he said, like, yeah, the biggest currency on the like on the streets is. He's kn- telling you this. Yeah. Is, oh is wow. Knives. Uh huh. He's like, people trade everything for knives. It's protection or whatever. But he said, like, the main current, one of the main currencies apart from like drugs, right. is knives. That's people, interesting. They all want. Everybody wants knives, so that's why we get all of our knives stolen. Like all Holy of like the cheap, crap. all the cheap knives, like our expensive knives are locked up, right. but like the cheap $20, $30 knives that are in blister packs are all hung up on pegs out in the aisle. Right. Not anymore. They're now behind the counter too mm. because our guy got stabbed with our own knife. So I should probably tell the story. Yeah, you should absolutely <laughs> tell the story. Gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I keep burying the lead yeah, here. Yeah. I'm an awful host. No, no. Great storytelling. Was... Everyone's like clawing at their phone like, <laughs> so, okay so phone. everybody knows that there is because in order for me to tell a story in order for it to have full effect i have to recap who the comp what who is now patrolling delta park okay. it's not the police right it is a private security company called i'm not going to use their don't name. use their name um <laughs> <laughs> these guys are are absolute buffoons they they walk around, I've talked about them on a couple of past episodes, but they walk around and just really quickly, they walk around in tactical vests strapped with guns, multiple AR magazines. Their, their cars loaded with tactical shotguns, AR rifles. Um, they're ready to, to basically, I don't know. Stop. Kill. I, well, I don't want to say that. I'm not going to, after this incident. No, they're okay. not. They're okay. never, I, I am convinced now that they, and I'm happily convinced uh-huh. that they're never actually going to draw their weapon. Okay. They're actually going to like use their weapons. Which is a good thing, right? Because I don't trust that these guys are trained enough to be able to right. do that. Second, um, so these guys are constantly patrolling, and they think that they are 
badasses yeah. who are law enforcement officers. One of them asked, he bought a knife. He bought like a Benchmade knife, which is an expensive knife right, right. from us. He asked for a law enforcement discount. Are you serious? I swear. He asked for a law Did enforcement ask you? discount. No. I would have oh. told him no. Did no, they no. give it to him? Yeah. Oh, I know, dude. You're that, validating that killed it. Me in my, that killed oh. my soul. Because I make fun of these dudes at work all yeah. of the time to all my other managers. I just call, dude. I, I I'm going to come in and ask for one, dude. I am ruthless <laughs> to these people. Oh. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, this was our third. So, um, our loss prevention officer who was there, this was Friday morning. Um, he stopped two people and it's really weird. Like the second stop, I wasn't there for the first cause I didn't work until 1130. The second one happened right as I got there and I was helping a customer load a barbecue in the back of his truck. Mm-hmm. And then we're taking down this other guy, like 15 feet away. Who's we, um, well not we, I, I know sh- not I you, but I'm just saying like loss prevention officer, one of the security employees of the store and the, the, the officer, so, yeah, my manager, my manager, my head manager. Gotcha. Our all loss prevention officer and one of the security officers. Oh, okay, gotcha. So they took him down. He had a knife. He had a knife and a sheath, and our loss prevention guy like took it out of the way. Like, once I got into the ground, took the knife out and like threw it away. Mm-hmm. The next one. Wait, that's not the one he stole, right? That's not the one he stole. No, but he did have one in a sheath on his hip. No, that guy stole a a beanie and some gloves. Okay. We. But he had a blade on him. But he had a blade on okay, him. Okay, gotcha. so that's why they that's why they took him to the ground. Gotcha. We prosecute because for any sort of theft, because mm-hmm. our philosophy is as if they if if we don't, they're just going to keep coming for and sure. taking stuff. Right. So we have to send as strong of a message as possible. Right. That's that's the store's philosophy. Mm-hmm. on that. So our loss prevention are told to basically get our product back and get them in cuffs, take them to the back of our store. Mm-hmm. And then we call the cops. Mm. <clears throat> cops come book them, release them. And. Most of the time, because Portland PD is not even booking for petty theft anymore, right. or even or even recreational like recreational amounts of drugs, mm-hmm. they're not prosecuting for that either. Right. But this guy, this third guy, takes a knife, and they're waiting for him. There's the the security officer, my and my manager are outside. Mm-hmm. This guy's bigger, so they had a fourth guy coming out too. So another employee <laughs> from the store who's a pretty thick dude, right? And um, our loss prevention officer, who's a little wiry scrappy Russian right. Russian guy who four dudes are ready to take four this dudes guy. are ready to take okay. this guy down and they come up they he goes outside I'm watching because I'm on a cash register at mm-hmm. this point because you're hiding behind the I'm cover I'm covering a lunch I'm covering lunch up front <laughs> of the cash registers and I'm so I'm ringing people up but I can see it happening through our doors like uh-huh. they confront him right outside the doors and this guy's like nope I'm not going as uh, this is this is all what I've been told from all four gotcha. like three of the four sources gotcha. the guy told him that we're not i'm not going in with you he's like nope i'm not going you're uh-huh. not putting cuffs on me i'm not going and they're like give he's like we need he's like give us give us the knife knife's in his pocket mm-hmm. he goes he's like i'm not going and he goes to reach in his hand for his for his for the knife mm-hmm. that's when all four of the people surround him two of the bigger guys get their their pin his arm to his side so he can't draw Pull his hand out, out right the other two are trying to get him to the ground and this dude just is hulking it. He's not going down. And so the security agent decides that he is going to pepper spray. Idiot. And whips out his pepper spray to hit the dude in the face, but sprays the three employees and misses the dude. Duh. So what? I could have bet all my money on that. (laughs) He just like Barney Fife's it, man, from Mayberry RFD. He just whips out his pepper spray. Yeah. Forgot his taser in his car. That would have been probably more. That effective. would have been, yeah. 
Unless he tases the employees. Right? <laughs> so he hits our my three employees, like the three employees, yeah. the fishermen, in the, like, in the face with pepper spray. Everybody but the LP drops mm-hmm. the dude. That allows the guy to get his arm to get his arm out with the knife. Yeah, and so he, the loss prevention agent has the has the guy from, from behind or from front? behind. Okay, so his arms are around his belly, his chest, their and belly, then the yeah. guy just stabs towards himself and gets him three times in the forearm. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So the the whole reason why it happened is because that security company. Holy shit! It gets crazier. Oh no! <laughs> so at this point, the the loss prevention guy drops it. Well, yeah. And then the dude goes bolting away from us towards like the lazy boy over yeah, there, yeah. like away from the store. Mm-hmm. And th- at this point, the others because there are always two dudes on duty with that security company. Mm-hmm. They start but they start bolting too. Mm-hmm. They go after him. They catch up to him in the Dollar Tree parking lot, which yeah. is not which is between us and Lazy Boy. Yeah. Hit him over the head with like their nightstick. <laughs> and the dude still doesn't go down. Keeps Holy running. Crap. They go through Delta Park uh-huh. into Elmer's. Yes. Through the Elmer's restaurant where they where they draw on him. Uh-huh. The dude, what? The dude calls their bluff, keeps running. Sorry, he had gone through Burger King and then Elmer's. Right. And then they were able to corner him and and subdue him. At the gas station right there. Yeah. And then that's when the cops came and ambulancing came and, and Holy shit. Was the LP okay? Yeah, he's fine. I mean, is he fine? He got stabbed. Yeah, he's good. I mean, I'm glad it was like his arm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, I, I keep in touch with him quite a bit because I play Call of Duty with him a lot. Yeah. And um I know it's a sore subject. Sorry. <clears throat> go ahead. But uh he uh, yeah, he's 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 okay. He's gonna have to go through physical therapy because yeah. there's some like there's some like nerve damage I or bet. tendon damage. But like yeah, like it stabbed like like there, I've seen the pictures like from <gasps> when he got to the hospital. Yeah, like it like it was straight like deep puncture wounds. Jeez, and then, and then, dude. And then one like one slash. Yeah. yeah, dude. Okay, first of all, that guy's stabbing towards himself. Yeah. What it, I mean, that so, guy had better aim than the security guy. So it turns out, like the guy, <laughs> the 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 person who who stole, yeah, um, was a fugitive. Oh, so he was not going. Uh huh. Did the police do anything about it? Yeah. Good. He's getting felony charges. Yeah, you stabbed somebody, mm-hmm. dude. Holy. Yeah, crap. the grand the grand jury decided to go to trial. Oh. Well, decided to decided to there's enough evidence to go to trial it's up to him whether he wants to plead guilty or plead but apparently the da said um to both we cut that yes to the lp agent um (laughs) damn you (laughs) and uh and my manager that they think that this dude's dumb enough to try to take this to trial so oh to like try to get out of it mm -hmm. Mm. basically saying like he was like self-defense like we didn't him, <laughs> like we didn't give him a chance to yeah. like to like um to give it up. Right. Like they attacked him immediately and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like Do you guys have like cameras out front? Yeah. Yeah. We do. And then the body like the body cam. Oh, they those, have body those cams? guys the, the security company has body cams on their vests. Oh. Dude, I would just wanted to just point out how dumb that dude is. Spraying all the employees. The whole thing could have would have been fine if he had just all four of them had used their body weight to eventually get him to the ground. Yeah. Instead of pepper spraying, because that's what allowed the guy to draw yeah. his arm out. He panicked, dude. He's not trained. 
his heart rate pan like elevated and he's like oh crap i'm gonna spray him mm-hmm. <laughs> that's intense dude you got to get the hell out of there before you get murdered. <laughs> no, it's fu- it's honestly, it's not as bad. I need to, I make it sound like it's an absolutely terrible place. No, not just Fisherman's. I mean, Delta Park. Oh. I drive through there every day. Uh, it's bad. It's shady. It's really bad. I, we're, um, it, it's interesting the the comp- the Elmer's restaurant. Yeah. When uh, city of Portland wanted everybody, like the property management company, mm-hmm. um, and then all of like a representative from all the businesses mm-hmm. in Delta Park met at met at a at a place and mm-hmm. then like they talk about like what they want to see happen and stuff like that the owner of fisherman's came in and was like please shut down that bottle drop all of the been the major issues started in delta park when that bottle drop went in that's where people in oregon can come and yeah, drop off but their bottles like a bottle drop yeah that's where you can turn in bottles for 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 money yeah yeah where's it at it's uh on the other side of lowe's huh so that's why they just basically camp around Delta Park is because it's an easy walking distance to the bottle drop. Right. Hmm. Dang, dude. Yeah, it's wild out there. And they cleaned up that that on ramp, but mm-hmm. then there's still a bunch of people there. Yeah. They'll just uh, they're just gonna re- they'll just rebuild it. I just want to know what they tell them when they go there. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like leave now or just I think they give them like a notice. Right. Like, that's crazy. But they they're they're challenging everything. Yeah. Like dudes drew their weapon and called their bluff. Yeah. Like it's just at every turn they're just like do something. Mhm. Dang, dude. Well, I'm glad he's okay. But holy crap, dude. These fugitives living in the camps down there. You think the police would at least get information from these people? I don't think they have ID. Well, how do they know that this guy's a fugitive? Well, this guy probably had ID. <laughs> Either that or like facial like facial recognition. He's been in the, he's been in the fingerprints. Act, yeah, fingerprints. Yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. Dang, dude, that's too wild. It, it's just, I mean, it, it, we can talk about the systemic issues of yeah. like oh, homelessness. Yeah. It's just yeah. like this is. I'm to blame it on the liberal government is mm-hmm. not like that's not the like that's not the issue like that's not the issue right mm-hmm. it's. I don't know how we, there's so many different reasons for homelessness and I don't even know where to begin Mm -hmm. to try to fix, to try to fix this because part of me, like as much as like I get frustrated because the hat that I have to put on as a employee of a, of a, of a retail store in that area, is like, I got to protect that product regardless of how like I feel about those, those person's situation. And they're just trying to steal. Most of the time they're trying to steal something to survive, to survive. Right. And it's like, damn, that sucks. Right. Right. That sucks. Right. And so I don't know. I don't know, man. I just I don't I don't know how to 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 do better. You probably have more sympathy than than most people. Oh, dude, you, know you, I mean? you should hear the the things that a lot of uh, customers will come in and, and oh, say. Oh, I bet, I bet. Oh, they should just burn. They should just burn them down. Yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. Tents, everything with yes. like them in it. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, I believe it. It's um, I I think about like uh uh. There's a lot of things that I can kind of relate to or or re- you know compare that to not just homeless people but like my mom always worked for the county she Mm -hmm. doesn't work for the county anymore but then she was she would do like these um she would work for needle exchange and a lot of people talk crap about needle exchange but being the son of a nurse who worked in a program like that she's completely explained the benefits of it the cost benefits of Mm -hmm. it 
People don't think about that. They think, oh, we're just the government supporting them to do their drugs. It's like, no, you're literally preventing children from being born with HIV or AIDS, the spread of HIV and AIDS through drug use. Like Mm -hmm. there are so many broader benefits that come from a program like that that people don't even consider. They just would rather murder them because they're drug addicts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. And and people say crap like that to me all the time about like just not fully understanding social programs before crapping on them. Mm -hmm. And then some guy at work tried to do it to me about needle exchange. And I was like, you know, I didn't say anything about my mom, you know, working for the program or or me knowing the program as well as I do. But uh, I just railed into him with all the things that I know it does help with. And he's like, oh, I didn't think about any of that. It's like, oh, but your opinion was already formed, wasn't it? Mm hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's well, a lot of things like that. Well, I think it's just because, like, in his group of friends, like, yeah, they just all oh, needle exchange is dumb, and then they just all reinforce each other that needle exchange is yeah. dumb, and therefore it's dumb. It like, is dumb. Oh, that reminds me. I don't have it. I got a I got a Trump 2020 pen from one of the drivers at work. Nice. A pen like a writing pen. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I'm trying to get all the Trump um, uh, just stuff I can from him. If he's going to buy it all and hand it all out, I'm taking all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I don't know what you have to talk about today, but my sister told me about something interesting I wanted to ask you about. Okay. Have you heard about the state of Jefferson? Uh, Trying to split what Washington and Oregon. Oregon and California. In Northern California. It's like Eastern Washington, Eastern Oregon, and then Northern California. Oh, is it on that side now? Because the map I have is just on the border, at least in 2016, it's oh, just okay. these two. So it doesn't go up to Washington. Yeah, okay. it's like uh, like 21 counties or something between Oregon and Cal- Southern Oregon, Southern Southwestern Oregon, and Northwestern. The state of Jefferson. Yes. Which Jefferson? Uh, TJ. Thomas Jefferson. Yes. What does he have? I think so. I found different reasons of why they say that, mm-hmm. but I guess it's because TJ was kind of the proponent of expanding west and and, and establishing a place here out west. Okay. So that they're trying to like. Ooh, that's a stretch. Yeah, yeah, but that's only one. I thought there was another one I I read, but it didn't seem like a reliable source, so I just stopped reading it. But I read their whole like. Um, I guess proclamation mm-hmm. about why they want to do it. Um, they feel like they're not getting representation, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is interesting because through it, they're like, this is an apolitical movement. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. But everybody claims that. Yeah. Everything is. I political. mean, you want to split from two states and claim that it's apolitical because you're not getting out adic- you feel like you're not getting adequate representation. Yeah. It is political. It is political. Our revo- I mean, political. our revolution was political. Yeah. So this has been happening since like this. This Jefferson state of Jefferson has been around since like the 1930s. And wow. like, and just in waves has like, fl- like increased, like kind of a movement and then yeah. died and then a movement and then died, you know, world war two happened and they were like, Oh, we're not going to support the war. And then, uh, what's it called? The state of Jefferson didn't support the war. And then Pearl Harbor, and they're like, okay, yeah, we're we're on we're on board. Hmm. But like, uh, there was like a, they would like stop motorists like in the 1940s, and like you're entering the state of Jefferson and stuff. Is it really, dude? Yeah, and like there are businesses that are like 
like the state of Jefferson businesses mm-hmm. and people will put like the that they there's a flag and a a, a crest and stuff for it. Oh I, yeah, I had no idea what that for. I, I, I Me was just, neither. I'm just thinking of just kind of a bunch of hillbillies. Like I mean, wanting, it is wanting freedom. Yeah, it is. They want their freedoms, but it's like I don't know. I just for the the most recent like flex I see is like 2016 where they were going. They said they were going to like propose the split and then sue the states if they didn't let it happen. But I haven't really seen anything more recent. There's some like YouTube videos from like 2020. Mm-hmm. So there are some things, there are some posts, upcoming events, meetings, uh, January 5th, Jefferson state of mind Shasta. So hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. It's weird. It's not impossible. It's not impossible, but it's highly. Oh, unlikely. here we go. It's highly unlikely. I'm not saying it isn't, but I don't know when I think relatively about time. Mm-hmm. R- if you think about just the the establishing of states mm-hmm. like 200 something years ago that's not that long ago but when you talk about something like oh in the 30s that's 10 that's a 10 year decade yeah that we're talking mm-hmm. about there's a lot that can happen in that but when we discuss it we discuss the 1930s as if it was a short period right, of time right right and like the decade that we're currently living in, it feels like it's forever. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so in it. in the 2020s, mm-hmm. in the 2020s, Oregon and California is split into a new state called the Jefferson State. Who knows if 50 years from now they're going to look back at that history and it'll be a blip in history as far as like a note in a in a paragraph mm-hmm. because the state of Jefferson is just what it's always been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I think, I, I think I, history I has you, that a lot. I get what you mean. Like, we take for granted that Hawaii's always been a state. Yes. It hasn't been a, it's only been a state since the 1950s. Right, right. But. 1950s, dude. That's like yesterday. I know. I don't know. Like, there's people, like, we talk with people who were alive when Hawaii wasn't a state. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah, like, my grandpa was alive when, like, my grandparents <laughs> were alive in Hawaii before Hawaii and Alaska right, were states. Right, It's crazy to think about. Yeah. See, it could happen that they lived in an era where there's only 48 yeah. stars on the state. On now the there's going to be 51 in 2020. I think there's a high, more likelihood that uh, either uh, like Puerto Rico, Guam, mm-hmm. um, oh, one of those will become an actual state under before. this administration. No, okay, but if, I think in the 20s, I don't think Jefferson has like a legitimate <laughs> shot at being a state yeah. anytime soon. So I was thinking about this. If you if you look compare compare the two coasts. How many states border that coastline on the east and how many on the west? Well, it's just because the size of states. That's what I mean. Just yeah. how massive these states are. California is mm-hmm. the whole damn thing. I know. I mean, you can kind of see their complaint on a broad sense. I do. Like, it's such a large state with so many diverse cultures and, right. like, and everything that, yeah, it's going to be hard to have adequate representation when the south has such a higher density of yes, population and that's the argument and then, and then you can be like well like delaware is so small mm-hmm. that yeah it's probably going to incorporate it's it's probably more homogenous in terms of its thinking right than say like all of california right which i guess maybe maybe proportion i don't know i i don't know but i just i can see their argument but gosh i i don't know like I don't know how that would work. I don't either. 
I don't know how that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how that would work because you have to get. Yeah, I don't know. And they're not thinking about broader pictures and implications. They're just thinking about representation. And I get well, it. What are they looking to? Ex- here's my question: It's like, what yeah. are they looking to escape? You want me to email them? Uh, sure. <laughs> what is Joey Gibson's thought on this? Oh, don't, dude. I've been following him, and I almost regret it. I know. Every time I pop on the Say What You Means Instagram page, I, so I see his annoying. shit, and I'm like, dude, I'm. Oh. You know, he was responding to everybody, like, talking crap to him. Mm-hmm. But when I said that thing, he did not respond to me. Did you get any response? No. Not one? No. Wow. Yeah. I figured you'd get something. Me too. But I think I came with the fire. Yeah. And the logic. He didn't want none of that and smoke. And the brain collapse. Anyways, bunch it, of idiots. It didn't change his mind. Freedom. Um, It didn't get an apology. God, no. Or a walk back of any kind. Did you watch the videos of him reading to those children? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if there's anyone who his, represents Jesus, it's a guy. What was he was wearing some sort of like hat, like I don't know. He was wearing some sort of like political hat. Yeah, I forget what it was, but it was just like, is that really the hat you should be wearing when you're speaking about Jesus? Oh, at the event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just insecure about his bald head. He has a bald head. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Duh. That's why I wear hats all the time. Yeah, but you rocked that bald head. When you came <laughs> over in that suit on on Christmas, was that Christmas? Yeah. Damn, bro. Yeah. Jake came over in a suit. I had just he gotten... looked like he was like the CEO of Say What You Mean. <laughs> <laughs> he was balling, dude. Anyway, yeah. I just want to like, is the big, so back to the state of Jefferson. Okay. If they're if they're going to, like, what are they looking to escape? Like, because a well, lot of the stuff that they're, issues. a lot of the, the things that they're probably trying to escape are like more federally mandated than state mandated. So Northern California had now, I don't. I've checked on some of these facts that they lay in here. I don't know if they're in this part, but some of them aren't true. So I'll just read what they have here. Okay. Um, so they have their their three main issues are representation, regulation, and restoration. Alliteration. I see what you're doing mm-hmm. there. It's a tactic. I see right through it. <laughs> uh, so representation. Northern California has parts of six out of eight, CD, eight seats in the California Assembly. Parts of three out of 40 seats in the California Senate. Two out of 53 seats in the House of Representatives from California. And L.A. Basin and San Francisco Bay Area make all our decisions example fire tax uh, regulations california is the second worst tax state and has the highest deficit nationwide personal income tax is the nation's highest sales tax is top 10 highest in the nation state gas tax at 53 percent per gallon is the highest uh, property tax are 10th in the nation business tax third worst in the nation Business climate, where 5% of California businesses left the state annually. Social services are 32% of the budget, where 3 million undocumented people enjoy those services. Well, we know that to be mostly false. Yeah. Because we did an episode of TTR, our first episode of TTR, talking about that undocumented workers in the United States are not privy to most of those social programs that right. they get that people claim that they are. Um, and then restoration 
Uh, they're talking about correcting the remedy for Reynolds versus Sims and returning the federal model of government, which existed in 30 states prior to 1964 and was successfully approved by California voters in 1926. Electing our own two U.S. Senate senators and congressional representatives, electing our govern governor, state Senate and House based on Article four, Section four of the Constitution. Make Jefferson a business-friendly state and common-sense tax law and no state corporate income taxes. Taxes on property will stay in our con- in our counties but not be encumbered by the county. Um, laws that will hold representatives accountable to us. Reduce the 570 state agencies and bureaucracies. Constitutionally-based laws. Um, utilization of our natural resources, timber, water, farming, mining, hunting, fishing, and revamping social services. Okay. Yeah, those are their gripes. What would the population of that area be? A family? Like, <laughs> are we are we talking like all of a sudden, okay, so let's say this gets to statehood. Right. And now you're a state that has electoral points for the pre- like the election of the of the US president. Right. But you don't even have anywhere close to the population to meet the three um the three the minimum like every state minimally has like at the minimum can't have less than three electoral votes. Mm-hmm. But like a state like Wyoming doesn't have the population to warrant three. Right. But they have three because that's the minimum. That is like the minimum right. that they can have. So you're telling me like I don't know, I don't know what the population would be, but I can't. I I'm gonna guess it can't be much more than Wyoming or around probably Wyoming's population. Right. I don't know. I'm so I mean I don't I don't know. It. I'm just gonna guess. So you're gonna now be overrepresented federally. Right. And is that fair? Um. I mean, if why that argument I guess would be Wyoming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's the population arc- is hypothetical, obviously. Um, well, the rank is hypothetical, but 2,345,402. Okay. Yeah. Um, capital city is Eureka. That was part of the 1941 initiative. Largest city is Roseville. Largest metro is Medford. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. There you go. We got a new state coming. I, I don't know. Now we're just going to have a bunch of small little states that I mean, have over, a, that are proportionally overrepresented. Well, so this does this seem like a leftist thing or a right right thing to you? The state of Jefferson? Mm-hmm. I would, well, I want to hone in on the keyword constitutionally based laws mm-hmm. as if all the other laws that are passed aren't constitutionally mm-hmm. based uh, as a probably a right leaning. Right. Because I know that I'm only asking because, uh, I, you know, there you've heard the same argument of states being created uh, uh, from the left uh, as far as like, you know, the, the whole West Coast mm-hmm. being a a new state or whatever. Wasn't there one with like Washington, California and Oregon becoming one state because it's all the same ideas or I'm sure I know I've seen it, but I mean. Obviously, it's not done on this level, but people people talk about it. Yeah, it's stupid. Everybody just wants a new state. I want a new state. Can I be the leader of whatever state I create? Most people in like Texas saying like, "Well, if you're oh, they talk if, about Texas in, like their, a, if, in their website. If you're like a Democrat in Texas, you probably feel underrepresented." Boom! There you go. 
I mean, in Washington, you know where your presidential vote's going. Mm-hmm. Unless there's like a massive shift. But as for well, every voter, time I voted. My, my biggest problem is look at voter turnout. My, my biggest that's pushback true. to this is voter turnout. Yeah. And in a presidential election year, we have like 35% of the population who's eligible yeah. to vote show up. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I, I just anytime I hear people complain like in Washington, it's like, oh, Seattle controls Seattle controls all of the politics. Like, well, yes. go back to when um Inslee beat uh or yeah, Inslee beat Dino Ro- beat Dino Rossi. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was Gregoire beat Dino Rossi. I can't remember. Either way, the there was looking at the electoral map breakdown in Washington, mm-hmm. Dino Rossi received and more than expected Republican votes from Clark, Snohomish, King mm-hmm. counties, all that the entire I five corridor. He he received more votes that if the expected turnout in the east side in the eastern counties had shown up, he would have won the governorship. Oh. Lower voter turnout on the east side of the state caused him from caused him to lose a slim election. Was that the whose fault is that? Was that who they were kind of backing? Yeah, the Republican oh. the Republican governor. I got you. L- slower lower voter turnout caused mm-hmm. your guy to lose. Yeah, your representative. You had representation. You choose not to use it. That's mm. whose fault is that? I like that. Yeah. Nobody okay. votes, dude. No. And then you complain about not being represented. You, yeah. You complain about the census, having <laughs> to fill out the census. But that literally determines how much like where representation is going to come from. For sure. It draws the boundaries of representation. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. It goes back to that shit that people complain about that they don't fully, completely understand. Or, or, or just this this victim victimization self victimization like mm-hmm. poor me what are you doing are you helping getting people to vote cuz i don't know why but does that seem like a very like liberal thing what try to get people to vote yeah it feels like it is but doesn't it, it shouldn't be doesn't it yeah i don't know why that just made me pause well, for I a minute i think a lot of grassroots activism comes is t- typically like a Something that you see a lot of democratic, yeah, like yeah, group groups that support the democratic right. party are doing. Well, and I've always said like, if I don't give a shit if you vote, like not in line with me, just play the game, participate. But that I don't think is the idea from a lot of people. <laughs> no, they just, um, wanna, they just want to piss and moan. Well, and then they want voters to vote. But what if you you go out? This is grass movement to get more people to vote. But I wonder how much. What if you knew your demographic was going to vote opposite of you? Would you still be as active? Probably not. Yeah, right? That's bias. Yeah. Everybody has bias. Yeah, that's interesting. Huh. I don't know. I mean, or you try to go out and try to change their mind. Like, you don't go out to try yeah. to get them to like, vote. Oh, yeah. You try to go out there and have information campaigns. Right, right. That's a good good call. See? I feel like yes. that's what we use this for is information. Like, yeah. not an information campaign to get someone to think a particular particular way, but we just right. want people to be informed. Right. I think the more informed you are, the more likely you are to vote. Well, I think it's also exciting to learn shit. Like I, I, I've always said this, and I said this recently to someone because people shit on me on not just me, but the idea of going to college in the industry that mm-hmm. I work in. And I'm just like, dude, the best thing that I learned from college was that I don't know shit. That was the best thing that I learned Mm -hmm. because when I went in, I thought I knew it all and I was just going to just breeze through this. And then every thought I had was challenged either by 
learning new information or making new friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you start to look at you broadening your circle. You start understanding things differently. And it, just the inability or in um in uh disinterest in like doing that is frustrating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because uh, I mean information p- campaigns can obviously be biased, but that's why I like the show because I learned something like about the state of Jefferson. That sounds interesting. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's it's uh that's interesting with the state of Jefferson. It is. Thanks it's, for bringing that up. Yeah. I, I didn't. Uh, My sister told me about that. I don't know how the hell she knew about I it. I had heard about it at different. I've, I obviously I thought it included Washington, so it shows how much I knew about right. it. But I mean, I had heard. I knew nothing. So it's good to to have. They got a like an official knowledge. like website and everything. It's pretty legit. So yeah. there's other places that have tried to. There's other places around the country that think that have tried to break away. Like that was like, the longest yawn talk I've ever heard. Oh, uh, that's impressive, wasn't it? <laughs> the uh, um, there was like the like the state of Roosevelt or the state of Lincoln that was supposed to be like um, Northern Kentucky, <sighs> uh, Western uh, West West Virginia. Yeah, I don't part of like what's up with I don't this know. like naming it after presidents and stuff. Well, it's like that's your namesake, right? And we're gonna somehow like we're they're gonna take on like the ideas yes. and the philosophies of this great person that we're putting up on a pedestal, regardless that Thomas Jefferson, you know. Owns. I'm gonna start the state of Obama and see how far that goes. <laughs> no, that will get you nowhere. <laughs> oh my god! The oh, dude, the state of Clinton. Just go to some random place in Arkansas. No, I don't care. In Oregon, in Washington. All right, and then just, just somehow like, like, I dub loose, the... <laughs> loosely connect him to like this yes. place, this random place yes. in Alaska. Oh, I like it. I like the Arkansas reference for Clinton. That was good. Um, but yeah, just I dub the. Oh, dude, Arkansas would not be down. I should do it in Arkansas. He was the governor of Arkansas. Well, I know that, but I don't think that they're fans now. No. Right. Huckabee was also the governor of Arkansas. Think about that one. Yeah. I dub thee the state of Huckabee. He ran for president. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're still aligning your ideas and views with Huckabee. You can still name your state after What are Huckabee's views these days? Because they've changed significantly. Oh, yeah. From where it used to be. Maybe we're going from the, like, I don't know. People are so dumb. This is so dumb. Yeah, I mean, I hope it happens. It's co-opting. It's like taking. It is co-opting. It, whatever. It, it, it's the same thing I feel about putting "We the People" as a tattoo on my shoulder. Oh, because yeah. it all those come like, to me. It would mean something, but to most people, what is that? That's going to look yeah, like something else for sure. And I just don't want any of that. I was thinking about. Did I tell you this new kick I'm on of as uh, uh, historians being receivers of memory? I saw you post that. Yeah, I love that. It's from The Giver. Um, the book. Not ringing a bell. You never read The Giver? No. Holy shit. Dude, you got to read that book. It's like a like eighth, like eighth, third grade reading level. The Giver. Yes. What's it about? Oh, my God. Spoilers for anyone who's like Jake and hasn't read The Giver. Okay, well. Maybe I had. You said it's third grade reading level. Maybe I read it when you I was probably in elementary did. school. Well, I just don't remember it. Oh, there. Okay. Um, the Giver. Okay. Holy crap, dude. I can't believe you haven't read this. 
So you didn't even get my reference. No, I didn't. Oh, my God. So you explained to me like, what that. I can't read this whole thing. Okay, well, then don't. Hold on. Okay, I'll, just a brief idea of what it means, Jake, is um, check it out, dude. I was reading about it. I'm reading it to okay. you and our audience. Okay. The novel follows a 12-year-old boy named Jonas. It's a it's a dystopian, utopian okay. story. Um, the society has taken away pain and strife by converting sameness, a plan that has eradicated emotional depth from their lives. Jonas is selected to inherit the position of receiver of memory, the person who stores all the past memories from the time before sameness, as there may be a time where one must draw upon the wisdom gained from history to aid the community's decision-making. Okay. Jonas struggles with the concepts of new emotions and things introduced to him, whether they are inherently good, evil, or in between, and whether it is even possible to have one without the other. Um, the community lacks color, climate, terrain, and all effort to preserve structure or and order a true sense of equality beyond personal individuality. So there's a person designated to have all the memories of humanity mm-hmm. in the past. And in in the movie, there's he like has this huge library. Books are not allowed, mm-hmm. but he has a library. I don't know. I don't remember if that's in the book. Anyways, he is this old man and is now required to pass those memories on to Jonas, who's okay. chosen as the receiver. So now he is responsible and has to bear humanity's history, mm. whether that's beautiful things like culture and, and love, mm-hmm. but also war and murder, yeah. which this society has no concept of. Okay. So I just always thought, I was thinking, sitting there thinking like, Historians are the receivers of memory. Hmm. Just something I was thinking on. Okay. That's deep. I can't believe you haven't read it, dude. It is deep. It's beautiful. Sounds interesting. We are receivers of memory. We have to read all these books because nobody else does. (laughs) We are the wisest. (laughs) But like it says, you know, there may be times where... He's that one must draw upon the wisdom gained from history to aid the community's decision making. Mm-hmm. Stupid idiots, right? Who? Just people not appreciating history. <laughs> the world. Yeah. You know, it's it's a curse to have studied history. <laughs> it is because you. I, I I don't know. There's so many. There's so many things, and like even like with this the state of Jefferson thing, I I read about it, and I'm like, there's no way this is gonna happen. But then I bring up the relativity of like time, and I'm like, well, I mean, we look at the 20s and the 30s as just brief moments. But you know, and then studying Latin American history, like I did, I just see so many things just echoed through just the divisiveness that we have now that it's scary not saying anything will happen of that but like jake always says what will give you pause at what point are you going to stop and go hold up this is a little too familiar but nobody knows that because nobody reads not even jake reads the giver (laughs) (laughs) the giver you gotta read it, dude. Mm. It's an easy little read. Okay. What was, else are you doing? I was gonna reread Harry Potter. Stop it. Read The Giver just once. Stop it. You don't need to reread Harry Potter. Uh, yes, I do. Oh my god. It's an it's a awesome world to escape in. 
So was the giver. It's a little reality check. I mean, I feel like I could get the same message from Inside Out. What's Inside Out? The movie, the Pixar movie, with like the different emotions uh-huh. that are going on in like the in like the brain, like right. And it has joy, sadness, yeah, anger, yeah. and envy. What's the message? That like emotion, like that our emotions are like emotions are okay. That's and, like, a way different emotions. story. Hmm. This is the hum- This is humanity versus taking the humanity from people. Okay, have you ever seen the movie Small? Uh, Pleasantville? No. It's similar. Oh, is it? Yeah. They probably it probably copied Reese, the it's Giver. It's Reese Witherspoon. I know of it. Okay. And what's his name? Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. And they go into the world that's like in 1950s and it's all black and white, but as people start to make like discover like discoveries because it's so repressed, like color starts yes, to pop up. That's, yeah, this is the same and then thing. They have, and they have like brook burning. And they, they stole that from the Giver for sure. Okay. For sure. Because it's all black and white. They don't see in color. Mm-hmm. And then, as Jonas gets memories, he starts seeing in color. Okay. Then they, yeah. Then they, I, I get. Then I, I get the gist of it and the meaning behind it. So you're not going to read it? Probably. Can not. you believe this person? <laughs> oh my god! I guess I'm the dumb dumb who doesn't read. You're not a receiver of memory. I'm taking it back. Oh, damn it! <laughs> All right, you have to go to work. You have to go to work. I do. I don't want to go. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.